Welcome back everyone. This is Mariam Sindeye with Your Mind Matters too. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast. Thank you for coming back. Thank you uh, for listening. If this is your first time, welcome. Um, I talk about mental health. I try to give my own account of my mental health struggles because I believe that normalizing mental health issues, uh, conversations on mental health issues rather, is the it's one of the most effective ways to ensure that people get comfortable enough to talk about their mental health struggles and um, hopefully um, eventually seek the help that they need um, I don't pretend to know everything so you're gonna hear me make mistakes you're gonna hear me um, basically rant and just give out a lot of my opinions about the subject matter I think that uh, part of the reason why I do this is because I'm so very close to it. So I, I try to give as much as I can, uh, my own personal experiences. That being said, um, I'm not a medical expert. So nothing that I say here should be taken um, like uh, medical advice. Please, uh, if you have any mental health struggles or you know anyone with mental health struggles, seek medical help. Um, the only the only uh, thing I can say from that is is that it's very important to have the medical support. So if you have anyone, uh, reach out and seek help. If you don't, there's an app called Mental Health Tanzania, and it's run by amazing people who just give free counseling services. So uh, don't be don't be scared to reach out and get the help you need. Okay, having said that. Um, Welcome to Your Mind Matters too. So this week I wanted us to talk about burnouts and why you should hit them. So I know the first thing I would be asking is what is a burnout and to put it very simply very mildly a burnout is the sense of exhaustion it comes from mental emotional psychological physical exhaustion that comes uh, due to having experienced a long period or short period of stress that um, you just crash so I know um, you know with just that's just a very simple explanation but having said that you can um, see that any mental physical emotional state that causes you to crash after experiencing a long period of stress or stressful situations you could classify that as feeling burned out or a burnout now, I'd like personally to call the burnout that feeling that comes to me when I can't, um, I basically can't do anything, where my mind just shuts down and I can't, I can't bring myself to act on anything. So when I'm experiencing a burnout, I go through a very different phase, like I, it comes in different phases so it might start out as emotional exhaustion and then because I always try to push myself hard um, I might push that away I don't the bad thing that I do is I don't really uh, 
consider uh, i don't take into account when my body is telling me stop slow down so when it starts with my emotional exhaustion i sort of just pin it down i just hold it down i don't really think about it too much and then it comes to physical exhaustion and, and it could manifest in different ways um i might sleep less i might be um I might uh my body will feel restless and fatigued and when at this point it's it's very very that's when I'm like okay something's happening something's happening with me I got to I got to figure out what's happening why am I feeling exhausted and then it comes with the mental the mental crush is the last um the last phase for me and my mind just shuts down no matter what I do I just I can't do anything my mind just shuts down on me um now so i'm an overthinker so 99% of the time my mind is working on something an idea a thought words just come and go in my mind it's a constant murky trail that um never shuts down even when i'm asleep when i'm dreaming it just sort of goes on and on it's a train that never stops so i have to be feeling extreme exhaustion for my mind to be like this is it this is the end you can't go anymore so um because i'm usually overworking my brain with uh, my overthinking and my incessant thoughts i re- i usually don't know um when i'm being burned out until it's too late which is why i thought of doing this episode because i know some of you might be able to resonate with this or at least are familiar with what i'm talking about um so let I'm just, just going to tell you a little bit of a story uh recently i uh, i had to do a testimonial during the mental health day uh, i had to do a testimonial in front of like a group of people and um i was going to i was supposed to talk about uh mental health my journey with mental health and my journey with depression the whole shebang right my story with depression how i got to where i am my whole life story about um mental health so the week leading up to that uh, i got a call from onesmo from mental health tanzania and he told me mariam we we um we have a slot and we'd like you to take it you and some other guy are going to come up and they're going to give um a testimony on, on your journey with mental health and um i was like okay uh is there anything specific you want me to say he's like just do what you do on your podcast just talk about um your journey just talk about your truth right and um i was like okay so that week after i got that call i started preparing um like a speech sort of um just researching on what to do what to say because it was the first time I was going to do this you know the first time I'm appearing in public talking about mental health and stuff like that to such a massive audience by the way um so, so I was trying to prepare myself and um add um the factor of the anxiety right the anxiety of having to appear in front of a lot of people like a dozen people and you know i do these things on my podcast and and that's fine i'm usually in the confines of my bedroom or somewhere quiet i don't have an audience right and even after i record and i post these things and people listen 
it's still not the same as being on a stage talking to people. That's just a whole sort of um, nerve-wracking experience all in its own. So my first time doing it wasn't my first time doing public speaking. I've done that before, but it was the first time where I was going to talk about something so vulnerable, something so personal. So I was nervous, I was anxious, but I was also a little bit excited. And I was like, okay, let's do this. So the week leading up to it, I just I just made mental list of what to do. And um because I work, I couldn't exactly table that and be like oh let me stop everything and prepare for this i compartmentalized what i was gonna do on saturday of that week and then i continued with my work now my work is stressful 99 percent of the time a crisis is coming on her hands and we have to like work on it fast it, it requires quick thinking it requires you to constantly be doing something you know you, you have to be on your toes to make sure something's working i also i'm also required to talk to a lot of strangers a lot of the times i talk to strangers maybe ten thousand okay not ten thousand <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch but like at least ten times every day and this is not counting emails or like text messages or people that come in the office this is just phone calls so I'm constantly pushed out of my comfort zone because I don't do well talking to strangers. Um, at least I think I don't do well because I get in my head a lot and I start a little bit of a... It's a, like a train crash in my head when I'm talking to strangers. It's not very fun when it's happening. Um, I mask it well, I think, anyway. If I didn't, I think I'd be out of a job. Um, but yeah, so I talk to strangers a lot. So that's a whole other uh, stress of its own. And then there's a whole meeting deadlines and, and, and reporting and, and just doing things at a crunch with, you know, just a crunched timeline. So I was stressed. Work was stressful. And then I would come home to this, um, oh, I have to work on my thing I'm going to do on Saturday. I was really stressed. So... Um, I had worked up a really good schedule where I just sleep on time and I wake up really early to get to work. So that week it was perfect. I would sleep by 10, I'd be in bed, I'd be asleep and I have my 8 hours in, I'm up by 5 and I go to work. And that's great, it's perfect, it works for me. The only downside is when I can't sleep by 10 which means I'd be getting five or six hours of sleep, which results in me being super exhausted by the end of the day. So after I realized I have sort of that of routine, I stopped. I was like, no, you got to get more sleep. It's healthier. And I'm trying to work on my healthy habits. Um, so yeah, so I, that whole week, slept on time. Um, got eight hours of sleep. I actually remember telling my sisters that, oh, this is actually awesome. Like, I actually time myself. I get to bed. I'm like, oh, what's the time? Okay, guys, I'm getting, I'm getting to bed. So you guys just shh, like, don't, don't disturb me. I'm going to bed. I gotta get my eight hours in. And um, it was a joke in in the house where we're like, oh, what do you think? Scienti scientists are constantly um fighting about people sleeping eight hours. They're not stupid. And and that's that's a ramble. I digress. 
So I got eight hours of sleep. So it's not like I wasn't sleeping well. It's just the stress of the day and the stress of the evening, the whole anxiety. It became really, really exhausting emotionally. Now, I remember on Friday, I got off work early. I got on, I got home and um, I was adamant to work on my speech. I was like, this is what I'm going to write. This is what I'm going to research, what to say and stuff like that just to prepare, right? You want to be prepared. If you're going to talk in front of people, you got to be prepared. And um, so Friday reached. I have all these intentions of doing that. And I'm sitting down. I have my, my little diary. I'm like, what am I going to talk about? And then my mind shuts down. Right? And I can't think of any words. And at this point, I'm just like, oh, where are words? Words are failing me. What's happening? I pride myself for words. Words are my friends. I, I am closest to words than I am to most human connections. So I was baffled. What's happening? Why can't I string a sentence? What's going on? And um, at this point, I, I knew at what time I was going to go off um, on Saturday. Like I, I had the schedule for the day. This is the time that I'm going to be speaking. I knew it. So... Knowing that, at least it gave me some sort of sense of control. Like, as long as I know I'm going to go on at that time, I'm still going to have time during the day or, like, in the morning to write up my speech. That's what I was telling myself. So, Friday night, I went to bed. Um, And this is where the burnout comes in, right? So, I wake up at 7 a.m. In my mind, I had a whole plan. I'm going to wake up really early. I'm going to work on my speech. I'm going to get ready, get out, be out of the house by 9. But I wake up at 7 and my body's on a crash down. Complete crash down. I can't get out of bed. And I'm like, oh boy, I've been here before, right? I'm constantly in this place where I'm too exhausted to get out of bed. And um, it's always a joke I make. Weekends are very sacred for me. I try my best. Like, I make it a point not to make plans during the weekend because I usually crash um, during the weekend. And even if I don't, it's my time to sort of practice self-love routines, like sleeping more, eating better, and just, you know, just take care of myself. Everything that I fail to do during the week, I try to do during the weekend. So I try not to make plans. So here I was on a Saturday. I have a plan and something I'm, I want to see through, but I can't get out of bed. And I'm just seated there. I'm just like, oh, Mariam, you got to get up. You got to get up. You have so much to do, right? And it took me three hours to convince myself to get out of bed. And I finally did. I got out of bed. By this time, I had, I was too late. I couldn't sit down and start working on my speech in time to get ready and get to the event. So I just took a shower, got dressed, and left. And, oh my God, the commute was horrible because I was stuck in traffic. It was hot. It was flaming hot. I was on the road for maybe two hours before I got um, to the location. 
I got there on time. I got there like an hour, two hours before I was supposed to go off. But I'm there and the event has, it was after midday. So the event was well on its way. Um, people were there. It was lively. And I was a little bit displaced because everyone knew everyone. And I didn't know anyone because I didn't get there earlier. Um, like I should have I should have gotten there earlier so I got the introduction in order I didn't so I got there actually someone was doing a speech and they told me you gotta sit at the high table after I told them where I am what I had to do they were like you gotta sit at the high table I'm like shit I have to do that they're like you gotta you gotta do that there is a seat for you you gotta go take it Uh, mind you there's no one at this place that I know so I go I sit at the high table and I'm there for maybe two minutes and I'm staring and people are like looking at me because I'm like that new person and and, and to make matters worse everyone around me was wearing the mental health um t-shirts so that so like basically everyone was in white and um and green and there was completely completely um flamboyant everyone could literally see oh that's the that's the new person that wasn't there before I wasn't inconspicuous at all. So it was it was stressful. My social anxiety went shot through the roof. And um, I just sat there and I kept thinking, this person is going to finish, someone else is going to come on, we're going to go on a break, and then it's going to be me. And I have nothing to say. I hadn't had time to prepare my speech, so I didn't know what I was going to talk about. And there was this lady next to me, and I asked her what language... Um, I actually introduced myself and I'm like, what language should I use? And she said, I have to speak Swahili. And I'm like, oh my God, that's horrible. I'm already nervous as it is. And I'm expected to speak in Swahili. And I think she could see the, the fear on my face, like the apprehension. She's like, but but you can speak whatever language you're comfortable in. We have a translator. Like there's, there's a white man that spoke um, before and um, someone translated after his speech. I was like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. So I'm like, okay, thank God. At least that part um, was settled. But still, you know, I'm I'm nervous. Because fine, I'm going to speak English. I'm going to be comfortable speaking English. But what the hell am I going to say? I got nothing here. And so I sat there and there was this commotion. They had to take pictures, which felt suffocating because people had to come up on stage and they were like taking pictures with the people on the high table and I just sat there and I was it was really awkward and I was really uncomfortable and I was like oh my god just be normal like just smile or say hi or something and I just sat there and the stress just got even worse again remember I am on a crash down here after a long week, I didn't really rest as I, was, as I should have. So already, I'm on a crash down, right? At this point, the only thing driving me is the adrenaline of what I'm going to talk about. Because I'm, I'm, I get really excited talking about mental health. Case in point, I'm rambling. <laughs> but yeah, I get really excited talking about mental health. So that at least was the adrenaline that was driving me. And um, so after that, we had this networking session and I met this really nice lady and we got to talk for a bit. Long story short, right? After the day ended, it was an amazing day. I met 
awesome, really, really great people. But after the day ended and I got back home, I was experiencing the worst burnout that I've had in weeks. I just couldn't deal with anything, basically. I couldn't eat, I couldn't shower, I couldn't sleep. I was exhausted and not even in the sort of way that makes you sleep, but in a sort of way that makes you restless. And it was terrible. The good thing was, the only good thing was, I still had Sunday to rest before the craziness of Monday comes in. And this is uh, this is a week where I had so much to do the following week. You know, the following Monday, I had so much to do. So I was already making mental checklists of what I'm, I'm going to be doing on Monday. It was terrible. And I had no clue how I'm going to survive. Like, how am I going to look Monday and take it on, right? Because here I am, super exhausted. So I took Sunday off. I slept. And I told my family, yes, not today, like, just just give me a minute. And I took, really, really, really took Sunday off. And it was awesome. It was amazing. I talked, I spoke to some people. It was really, really nice because I wasn't thinking about working. I wasn't thinking about what, what I had to do. I wasn't caught up on the anxiety of the week before. I was just in the moment and I was talking to people, connecting with people and it was awesome. It was great. Then come Monday and the hecticness of the week just rolled on and the rain and everything and everything in between. So then I thought, what is it I'm experiencing here? What is this feeling of exhaustion that um, I can't, that always comes and it's, it's a recurring thing. And then I did a little research and I came up, um, I found out it's called a burnout. So, um, so here's why I'm doing this episode, right? When you get ill, when you start uh, exhibiting physical symptoms of an illness, for instance, when you have food poisoning, you could get diarrhea. When you have malaria, you could get headaches, you could have loss of appetite. You always get these little symptoms that show you this is your body's way of signaling that something's happening, that something's wrong. Quite often, when this happens, we're quick to go to the doctor, we're quick to take some medication. We do these things because we want to be better, we want to be healthy, we don't want to get sick and wither and die. That's what we do when we are facing physical ailment but when it's our emotional psychological state that's in trembles that is in shambles we don't take cognizance of what's happening to us until it's too late so what does this do to your mental health for me personally if i put things like that off for too long until the last minute i spent weeks of crashing where I can't, I can't really do anything for my mental health because I'm not well. So 
because I have high functioning depression. I can go to work, I can smile, I can talk to people, and that's fine. I can I can handle the day. But it's during the night that troubles me. It's when I can't sleep properly. It's when I sleep but I wake up tired and exhausted. It's when I can't eat because my brain is just supremely under stress. This is what burnout does to me when I don't hit it very early. So lately I've been trying because now that I know what it is, I'm trying to look, you know, I'm getting good at looking at the signs. When I'm feeling a type of way, I try to take a minute to, after I identified it, I take a minute to say, okay, so what are we going to do about it, right? If I'm exhausted, I haven't slept well, I say, drop everything, get off social media, sleep. I get proactive. I don't wait until when I'm crashing to do something about it. So we hid our burnouts because in the long run, they come to affect our physical health as well. Take, for instance, a person that has chronic diabetes. If they don't take in the insulin on time, they don't take the medication on time, what could happen? Death. They're at a risk of dying because they don't take care of themselves. If they don't take care of those of those um like um initial uh what do you call like initial symptoms they could die it's it's a risk right they have to take the insulin always on time they have to take the medication they have to eat properly it's just what they have to do it's the same thing with your mental health when you are undergoing an extreme sense of stress for a long period of time or for a short period of time it all depends on how much you can take right when you're undergoing such stress your body signifies when it gets too much. What you need to do, you hit it. For me, I have a strong feminine intuition. I'm not very good sometimes at listening to it, but I have a strong feminine intuition. When something gets too much, I know this is going to get too much. I just have to get better at taking less, at, at you know, taking moments of break before I burn out at the end of the week which is something I'm working on. So you heed your burnouts before they get the best of you because if you don't, it affects your work. It affects your life, your relationships, your connections. It affects everything you do around you. You can't be at 100% if your mental health is working on a negative 0.0.0%. I don't know, that's, that's not a real number, but like, you can't work at 100% if your mental health is not at 100%. And you can't have mental wellness, you can't have a tank full of mental wellness if you are experiencing continuous burnout without intermittent um, rest or intermittent self-care. So you've got to get help. you got to take care of yourself. And, and I talk about self-care in, in the sense that do things that work for you don't take too much don't take too much of a load do what works for you but take as much as possible take as much rest as possible right um take a break in between the stressfulness of the week or whatever it is you do take a break when it gets too much in your head when the thoughts get loud and it's rampant and it's exhausting i know trust me take a break 
I love this. Um, I saw this post um, by Fatma Deoji. She made a post, um, I think, about a week or two ago. And she had this whole breathing exercise. It's like she had like this circle thing going on where you breathe for like four seconds. You take in your breath for seconds. You hold it. Then you let it out for four seconds. And then again, it's like a whole circle of breathing exercises that actually helps. I've learned that when things get too hectic and the pressure is on, taking in breathing exercises does wonders. Another thing that I've learned helped. I haven't actually personally tried it because my mind just can't shut down. But meditation, I hear that helps. So meditation, eating better, sleeping, exercise, all these things. If you can do them, do them. Taking the time to take care of yourself is not selfish. It's what's going to help you in the long run to perform better so that you don't experience burnouts. Or that if you do experience burnouts, then you have a system of self-care to help you come out the other side. I don't know if I'm making sense in this. I guess what I'm trying to say is don't wait until it's too late to take care of yourself. That's it. Don't wait until it gets too bad to take care of your mental health. When you start having the warning signs, the headaches, the sleep patterns that just gets awry, the the eating patterns that's just like from I don't when I don't get hungry, that's a like it's a red flag for me. I have to be like you gotta eat something, gotta put something in your belly, or else you know this is something underlying you're not looking into. So yeah. Those are the little signs you need to take care of. And once you see them, once you feel them, do something about it. Don't just stay in that place. So if the thoughts get loud, talk to someone. Write about it. Um, Research on why you're thinking that way. Or just, I don't know, listen to music. Do something to get you out of that place. If you are under a lot of pressure, work is hard, school is hard, whatever it is you're doing is stressful. Take a moment, take a deep breath, talk to someone about it. Don't bottle it up, wait for the end of the week when you're experiencing burnout to deal with it. Don't do that. I know some people can compartmentalize the problems until a future date where they can deal with it. And that's great. For those people, it's fine. Everyone handles stress different ways. But in the long run, when the burnout start, um, ex- when you start experiencing and exhibiting signs of burnout, that is not a long-term solution. You have to work with what works right now, which means you have to take breaks, which means you have to take care of your health. I hope what I'm saying is coming through. I really hope you can resonate with this because honestly, nothing, nothing is as bad as not being at a hundred percent because you had no control over your mental health that's terrible but things like stress these are things we can we can have a better mechanism of controlling and and handling it we just have to commit to it so i'm sorry about that someone's really 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 annoying me opening the gate and shit um yeah so heed your heed your mental health Take better care of yourself by noticing the signs and by being actively aware of when you need a break. That's this week's message. Take a break. Don't feel bad about it. When, when, when you feel the burnout coming on, just take a break. That's it. If it's work, take a leave. If it's school, 
don't go to school take a day take two days hell take a whole week if you have to just do something to help you make it through for another day because that's important all these other things they don't really matter work if you die your boss is going to replace you the next week right the next quarter someone else is going to have your job school if you die they're going to have someone else taking your desk taking your number everything else is replaceable what is not is your life and your mental health is part of that package so you got to take care of yourself because no one else is going to do it for you right this is a message to you as much as it is to me um yeah i don't i don't want to take too much of time and um i think the message is coming through i hope the message is coming through um I'm going to try research some more on what to do um more content on on how to handle burnouts which I'm going to be this um dishing out over the week so just um stay tuned to my socials but um for this week this is what I have for you I want you to take care of your mental health I want you to make a checklist of things to do um to, for self care that's what I do now so that i i know when i am about to experience a burnout what to do to feel better um i know a lot of what i said today is just sort of scrambled ideas but i hope you're following i hope that you can take this as a as as an advice but also as something that as coming from someone that knows what's happening at least a part of it i can resonate with i hope that's the case with you um Yeah, so having said that, my name is Mariam Simbe. Thank you for listening to my podcast today and um I hope that you take better care of yourself and I hope that you uh, you know we all take better care of our mental health. This is your mind matters too and um I'm out. <laughs>